Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go. Hello, friends. Welcome to The Edge. Today, we are talking about staying fit as an entrepreneur. We are always incredibly busy, and sometimes it can be hard to fit fitness into our daily routines, but it is essential. And I have found over two decades that it actually increases my productivity and it's a place where I get really good insight into problems that we're trying to solve or just ideas for things that we're working on. In this episode, I'm going to give you five foods with a surprising amount of sugar that you want to avoid. And we'll talk about why. Here's your edge. Welcome to the Edge Podcast, your weekly playbook about the inner game of building a successful business, making you a happier, healthier, and richer business owner. And here's your host, Brandon White. I am a fitness nut, would be a good way to put it, and people will probably tell you. But I love staying healthy and all the goodness that it brings me into clarity of my mind having energy to get through the day, and everything that comes with it. And one thing I've realized is that even with an enormous amount of exercise, the bottom line is that you cannot out-exercise a bad diet. It's really that simple. So with that, you've got to eat healthy. I'm not saying that you have to eat 99.9% of the time healthy, but if you could eat 80 or even 75%, then you can lose weight, you're going to feel better, you're going to have more energy, you're going to be able to get through the day and build your business better. And one of the biggest culprits of gaining weight and of lack of energy, believe it or not, because of the crashes it causes is sugar. And some foods have a surprisingly large amount of sugar that you may not realize. So let's talk about sugar. The American Heart Association recommends that women should not have more than six teaspoons of sugar per day. So that's about 25 grams, which is what you'll see on the label, and that equates to about 100 calories. There's four calories per gram of sugar. So remember that when you see sugar, someone says, oh, well, there's 25 grams. Well, that's 100 calories. And 100 calories, think about what it takes to burn 100 calories. If I'm just easy pedaling on my bike, I'm going to burn four or 500 calories an hour. So you have at least 20 minutes of exercise with your heart rate at zone two or above to burn 100 calories. So when you think about this, think about it in terms of the calories and how long it can take to burn them. And if you can think about that, it can help you avoid the sugar when you're going to eat it. Men should consume no more than nine teaspoons, which is 36 grams, which equates to 150 calories of sugar a day. Again, women, 25 grams, men, 36 grams. So keep that in your head as you're thinking about it and you're looking at labels and what you're eating and drinking. I'm going to give you some specific foods here that do have a surprising amount of sugar that I cut back on. And just cutting back on these things, just cutting back on these things, you cut back on your sugar 
and you can actually lose weight. The other thing that happens with sugar is that you take in the sugar, your insulin spikes, and then it crashes. So think about after you eat lunch, if you eat a a high carbohydrate, sugary type lunch, and then at one o'clock, you're ready to take a nap. Ever since I adjusted my diet, and when I say diet, I want to be very specific. This isn't a diet as I'm going to do a diet and then I'm going to go back to eating normal. This is just my daily eating regime. But when I avoided those sugars, I didn't have that crash. doesn't mean that sometimes I don't sit out after lunch, get some sun and close my eyes, but I don't crash, which is key. And that can happen, especially when we're sitting at a desk in front of a computer for hours on end and you have a habit to grab something sugary and do that. So let me give you the five foods I picked out. Number one, salad dressing. We have a salad because we think it's healthier, then we put salad dressing on it. Well, salad dressing can be loaded with sugar, even quote unquote light. You'll see those packets that'll say light balsamic vinaigrette or light Thousand Island or light ranch or light honey mustard. There's different types of packets of these types of things. And obviously when you squirt it out of the bottle, but a packet of honey mustard dressing can have as much as eight to 10 grams of sugar. That's 8 to 10 grams. So that's 80 to 100 grams of sugar just from your dressing. It feels like a lot. The other thing that really, I probably learned this a decade ago, maybe more, is ketchup. Ketchup is horrible for you if you're eating Heinz ketchup that's not natural. I use Sir Kensington when I do eat ketchup. It's made out of real ingredients. And it doesn't have high fructose corn syrup, which you want to avoid like the plague or avoid like COVID. You do not want anything with high fructose corn syrup. You don't want anything with corn syrup, period. It's just bad for you. So if you are going to get ketchup, I don't, I'm sure there's other ones. I did see Heinz came out with something natural, probably because people started to realize how much sugar was in ketchup and they were putting it in there. So, but the brand that we get, is Sir Kendington. And you can you should be able to find that all across the country. The third thing is granola bars. And I used to eat granola bars like they were going on a style, but I would gain weight. Even when I was riding my bike, I would say 100 to 150 miles a week. I mean, I'm exercising and burning down calories really fast. But granola bars, it just almost felt like I was sticking fat on me. And I couldn't figure it out. Well, one is very high calories. But on top of that, they can have an incredible amount of sugar. One granola bar I saw had 29 grams of sugar. So let's just round it up to 30, 30 times 4, 120 calories of sugar. And on top of that, now we're spiking our insulin level. I mean, it just, and then it's just this downward spiral from there. So be careful with granola bars. People will say, oh, granola bars are good for you. Sure, granola bars are good for you if they don't have corn syrup added or sugar or these other things. So watch that when you buy or if you eat granola bars. The fourth one is low-fat and flavored yogurt. So yogurt's good for you. It's got cultures in it. It can help your gut, does all sorts of stuff. But plain yogurt can be, I would suggest, an acquired taste. It certainly was for me. So they put sugar in yogurt. And there you go. Now you're jacked up on sugar. And one helping could have as much as seven grams of sugar. So now you got 28 calories just from 
a cup of yogurt that you're trying to eat to be healthy, but it's at the same time fighting against being healthy, so making you less healthy. And now you're back into this vicious cycle again where your insulin spikes and then you crash, then you get tired, then you get irritable. And if you're listening to this, you probably experienced that one way or the other. And then number five is sugar sweetened drinks. And you got to really be careful. And here's a trick that manufacturers play. They'll say, from concentrate. So let's take apple juice as an example. Apple juice, they'll say, from concentrate. Well, here's the problem. That means that they've taken all the fiber, all the pulp out of an apple, and they just kept the juice, which is sugar water. And if you ate the apple, it wouldn't be as bad because you have all this fiber, which will slow down the absorption of that sugar into your bloodstream and moderate it. But when you take concentrated juice, you're taking the sugar and there's nothing in your stomach as you're drinking the sugar water to mitigate the absorption. So you really have to be careful. And a lot of these drinks have hidden sugar in it. Gatorade is another one. I can't even drink Gatorade. I don't know what's in it. It actually upsets my stomach. But you just have to be really careful because this stuff adds up throughout the day. Try two of those, let's say two drinks like that, and you're at 400, 500 calories. I mean, if you haven't gotten your metabolic rate tested, you should do that. My metabolic rate is about 1,800 calories a day at rest. So if I don't exercise, I have about 1,800 calories. Now, that doesn't mean that I can take in any 1,800 calories because I know that my body reacts differently to different types of foods like granola bars. If I eat granola bars, man, I'm going to gain weight. I don't care what I'm doing. Maybe if I was doing the Tour de France, I won't gain weight, but my body just doesn't do well with granola bars for whatever reasons. If I eat in an excessive amount of avocados, I can gain weight, regardless of what the calorie count is, just my body. Now, I do eat half of an avocado in the morning with my egg whites and spinach, and that works. But if I eat more, probably going to gain weight. So you have to understand what I'm giving you are some guidelines. You really have to stay in tune with your body so that you understand it and experiment. Try one week doing something. See how you feel. See what happens. Cut out half of this sugar stuff that we're talking about. I'm giving you, I give you five foods today to watch, but there's tons of other ones where there's corn syrup and all sorts of things hidden in there. And speaking of that, I want to give you some types of sugar that you can see in the ingredients so that you can recognize that it's sugar. Things like Avgrave, nectar, brown sugar, cane sugar, corn sweetener, corn syrup, dextrose, evaporated cane juice, fructose, fruit juice concentrate, glucose, high fructose, corn syrup, honey, lactose, malt sugar, malt syrup, maltose, molasses, raw sugar, and sucrose. And they probably have 50 other names out there, but those are some of them. You just want to watch that and then look on the label for total sugar. And that's the key. So keep an eye on your sugars. If you just cut half of what you're doing out, I bet you you feel better. I bet you you even lose some weight 
and you'll be sharper. Give it a try. See what you think. Thanks for being generous with your time and joining us for this episode of The Edge. Before you go, a quick question. Are you the type of person who wants to get 100% out of your time, talent, and ideas? If so, you'll love our monthly Edge newsletter. It's a monthly playbook about the inner game of building a successful business. In each newsletter, we pull back the curtain on our business and show you exactly what's happening, the real numbers, real conversion rates, lessons learned from failed and successful strategies, and how we're investing the money we make from our business to outperform the general stock market. We lay out what we're doing to get 75% conversion rates on our product pages, how we're optimizing our Facebook, Instagram, and other paid ads to get our leads under $3.87, the results from our email A-B tests, results from strategies I test to get more done in less time that allows me to ride my bike 100 plus miles a week, work out, spend time with Yvette, and still successfully run our business. How I'm investing the money we make from our business that has led our retirement account to average 20% over the last 10 years. The exact stocks, ETFs, cryptocurrencies, and other investments we're buying each and every month. And tons of other actionable information. Imagine the time and money you'll save by having this holy grail of business intelligence. You can take all of it, apply it to your life as an entrepreneur to avoid costly mistakes and be happier, healthier, and richer. As a fellow entrepreneur who's aiming for nothing short of success, you owe it to yourself to subscribe. Check out the special offer with bonuses for you as a listener at edgenewsletter.com. Again, that's E-D-G-E newsletter.com.